Welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now here are your hosts, Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo, and Jim Rodriguez. And the good times continue on another edition of the Cigar Snob Magazine Podcast video edition. We did it so well that we did it they, again. Asked, they asked to do it again, or we did it so badly that we think, let's try to do this again. Let's try to prove it. You guys can decide. I'm Jim Rodriguez with the fellas, my friend Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo. Oh, remember, he on? remembered my name. I was like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. See, see what happens? I, I had a senior moment. You didn't say hi to Jasper. No, Jasper, Jasper and I, Jasper oh, came. Yeah? Jasper, been, I saw Jasper words? over here touching the buttons. And I said, Jasper, ¿qué pasa? And he said, well, you know, partner. And I said, come on, partner. You've had words with Jasper. No, I don't. There, weren't, there wasn't much words. He was looking at me and I was looking at him. And, mm. and he's like, he's like, son, it's going to be two hits. I hit you and you hit the floor. And I said, well, and then Jasper, you know, I said, that's enough of that. But no, happy you're along for another smoky treat version of the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. Good stuff today. What do we got today, Jimmy? Well, we're going to do some whiskeys, but mm. a different kind of perfect pairings. So we, we're going right. to take it out of our comfort zone. Yeah, we're, we're gonna yeah we got that. a little too comfort- comfortable right? with that uh, you know, setup that we've been doing. So we're going we're gonna to spice it up a little Switch bit, and I think you're going to like it. I think you're going to like it. We're going to have our X's and O's. You know, it's always a good reason to go shopping for cigars. We're going to give you some hints, whether it's a birthday, whether it's the holidays, whether it's anniversaries, or just want to treat yourself. We're going to get into that as well. Jose Ortega from My Father's Cigars is going to be here. We're going to get into that. Plus, a great smoky treat. All that and more on the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. Mr. Jasper, Dimelo. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto, the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one, and tell them Jasper sent you. You notice a little attitude in that voice? Yeah. See, I don't know, you know, I don't know you what's notice, with them. I mean, you know, hey, we all have our good days. Jasper, listen. I love you, man. I love you, man. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go with the Sammy Sosa. 
No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll hug it out later. We'll hug right. it out later. So listen, we fired up our smoky treats, and once again, I welcome in my man Jasper. Caballeros, que fuman. Now, see, he said that with a smile. You see, I think now mm. we've we right. buried the hatchet. Toby and Jasper. Hey, listen, I, I got the I got the next round when we go out to the to the old cantina. Cojo suave. Yeah. All right. Tranquil. So we are smoking the My Father La Gran Oferta, which Jimmy selected as his. Uh, you know, his inflation buster yeah. choice. Remember last yeah. week? That's right. So you selected the Lancero. And what we have this week is the Toro. So this cigar mm. is available in five sizes. Uh, Robusto, Toro, Toro Gordo, Torpedo, and Lancero. Uh, this is the 6x50 Toro, obviously made in Nicaragua at uh, my father's cigars factory. Uh, it's got an Ecuadorian uh, wrapper and then Nicaraguan uh, filler and binder. Or binder and filler, depending on the order that you prefer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, MSRP is eight ninety six, and uh, man, I don't know about you guys, but it, it's delicious in this size. Creamy, it's nutty, it's got a smooth pepper to it. I'm really enjoying it. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, it's very good. I I'm getting like a sharp pepper right out of the gate. It's like almost like a peppercorn, you know? Like I'll like give you black. peppercorn. That's what, yeah, but but I, I it's to me pleasant. Plus, not, no, of yeah. course. I, but I just lit it right now. And so we're going to have uh, we're going to have Jose Ortega uh, from my father's cigars, national sales manager. Uh, and then he'll he'll share all kinds of stories, I'm sure, about uh, about the cigar itself and how it came to be and why it's called La Gran Oferta. Although I think from we can tell from the name it's and tra- the price it, it point. Translates right? to translates. Per- the, we said it last week, but yeah, it's the it's the great deal or the great offer. Great deal. Now I've always said this: when 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 you're in a hurry, just make they have this little little felt uh, wrapper at the at the bottom where you light the cigars. Make sure you take that off. That's all I'm saying. Because if you're in a hurry or you're distracted or you're you're talking with your buddies, or you're trying to get to that good cocktail. Take this bad boy off because you know that might not. Do you know it. what that little that little silk? Is for no, it's to protect the foot from from you know getting torn up. Oh, well, when you have it in your in your pocket or in or whatever. I'm this many days old now. Yeah, I have That's something what for. for what did I learn today? So you, there you got it, it. There you go. There it is. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, no, but, just here to help you guys out. But I will say this: I love I love the it's a dual band. I love that. So you've got the actual my father crest, and then you've got the actual uh, band or. or you know, label of the cigar. Sec- secondary. Yeah. Like an oferta. And I will say this, it, it definitely, to your point, Ivan, it definitely jumps out at you. It, it, it makes its presence known. It does a little, has a little peppery, uh, not offensive, but just kind no. of like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see that coming, especially right out of the gate there. Well, that's kind of a hallmark of Pepin Garcia cigars, right? Mm-hmm. So my father's cigars is made by Don Pepin. And, and that's, that's always been sort of his trademark. Right, so it's give you that little zing, little punch in the mouth, like, "Hey, hi, you're about to smoke a cigar, buddy." How are you? Yeah, this isn't. Uh, you're not having cake, you know. <laughs> you're, you're not having orange juice. This is a cigar, and you're gonna smoke it. Now, I, I would say this, you. and it all depends on your particular taste and your palate. Now, would you consider this a breakfast cigar? Would you consider this something you would start the day with? Because I, my my taste, I would say this is an afternoon cigar. Yeah, if so, it's, if you're having it for breakfast. Have a big breakfast mm. first, I would think. Well, look, I mean, that I think that cigar is ideal for, for most smokers from lunch to dinner. A- a- anywhere in between there, too, because mm-hmm. uh, it'll stand up to any dinner, as you can tell from it's got that pepper and earth backbone mm-hmm. that, can, that can stand up to anything. But I can tell you, 
uh, I live close by to one of the my father reps, uh-huh. a gentleman by the name of Joaquin. And, Shout uh, out. And it's been plenty of mornings where we have had breakfast uh, in the little neighborhood uh, breakfast joint, and, and we've smoked these gramofetas like like nothing. Right. So, I mean, if you're, if you're a smoker like, like Joaquin, obviously, this guy sells cigars for a living. He's smoking cigars all the time. Or me, that I smoke that much. Yeah, we can have them for breakfast all yeah. the time. But a regular smoker, though, I think is probably a little too strong for breakfast. Okay, so yeah. I smoke a lot, and I am the head of the smoke responsibly yeah. <laughs> uh, chapter because no matter how much I smoke, so today I haven't had any breakfast. This will probably creep up on me, hmm. and it'll, for lack of better terms, fuck me up <laughs> if I'm not looking. <laughs> Pardon my French. Pardon my French. Uh, but yeah, I, I, most of the time you have to have something in your stomach, coffee, a donut, <laughs> preferably. <laughs> How about an empanada? We have empanadas. Empanada. Uh, but I, yeah, I did have I, some. I did have some. Yami always takes care of me when I walk in the doors here at Cigar Snob. Yep. Uh, had had an empanada and some cafecito waiting for me, and I think that's why this is so delicious, right? You now. know what else you're gonna have? Mm-hmm. Some booze. Ah, bueno. Some whiskey. Bueno. Our buddies at Broken Barrel hooked us up, so we'll do that a little later. Yeah, that's that's part of the gig. All right, so off to a good start here with the My Father at La Gran Oferta. Time to get into our X's and O's. Hut hut. X's and O's. All right. So we ask and we receive. You guys have been amazing. The amount of feedback, emails that we get, you know, it's amazing. Keep them coming because, again, we read this stuff and we we read every single one of them. We really do. And and so let's get into the next one here. Uh, This is uh, starts off very, very polite. What's up, fellas? What's up, my friend? I know. I like that. Uh, Just recently started listening to the podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Love all the info, guests, and most important, the whiskey tasting. Well, you're going to like today's show. I'll tell you that. Travels the country part time for work. And one of the best part is finding local distilleries. I like your style. The taste bourbons, the local bourbons. Love to bring them home, pair them with my cigars, just like you guys. Also seem to find more cigar shops with different cigars that I've never heard of. Question is, what's the best way shopping of for cigars? I go to my local shops all the time. Usually it's the same blends. Always like to try something new and see if it's my new top cigar. Is it better to sign up for like a subscription cigar club, buy sample packs, different stores online? What's your opinion? And he adds, he's always on the lookout for that cigar that makes you stop and say, damn, aren't we all, my friend? Uh, like the Andalusian Bull, Sin Compromiso. Andalusian Bull. No, no. And my, where, where I grew up. No, no. My side of town. It's like, it's like I say, I'm going to drink, some, I'm gonna drink some, you know, some Jack Walker. Well, when you know him as long as I have, we call him Jack. Andalusian Bull. The Sin Compromiso, Lost City Opus X, David Off Late Hour, and so many more. Also, have you tried the West Tampa Tobacco Cigars yet? Caballero. He's got a very good palate. Right? Personally, I think they're the ma- they're amazing. Just saying, keep up the great show and maybe see you at Cigar Heritage Festival in Ybor City next month. Mira. This is from Brian Mahan in Spring Hill, Florida. All right, Brian. Lot Thank to you, unpack there. Great. Very thorough. Yeah. Love this gentleman here. So have at it, boys. All right. So Ivan, what, what part do you want to tackle here? What do I want to tackle? I can, I guess, how I would approach it. Uh, I personally don't like the uh, the cigar, the monthly cigar club thing. I just like to have more control about what I'm selecting. Yeah. 
we I feel like we always go back to the the same advice where you know our local tobacconists are usually a great place to start when we're trying to find new things yep. and get recommendations on on what you know what you should be smoking based on your palate again the magazine and all of our we went to the value buster cigars even though at this Brian doesn't sound like a value smoker. No, he's not a value buster no, cigar guy. With right? the uh, with the cigars. Yeah, and the Illusion Bowl, Sin Compromiso, Lost City Opus X, Dab It Off Later. There isn't a cigar under 20 bucks in that group. That's a great lineup. Dale, yeah. money, money. Yeah, I'm coming yeah. to your house, Brian. I can only imagine the whiskeys he's got floating around back there. So our top 25 list, which should be coming out soon. Uh, yeah, January. For January. I mean, that's definitely something you should be looking out for and smoke every single cigar on that list. Uh but besides that, besides the tobacconist, besides uh, publications like ours, I like to, you know, I like to do research and get into that store and just start trying stuff. I want to find that diamond in the rough. I don't want it to. I don't want somebody to send it to me. So I guess that's that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not a fan, even though I know there's a lot of good cigar clubs out there. I'm just not a fan. You're an explorer. That's yeah. Well, what it is. I mean, to to piggyback on your point, so I agree with everything that you've said there. Uh, I also want a little bit more control. I am not a guy that when I go on vacations, I want to be led by a tour guide. I want to do some research and find some really cool spots and then rent a car and go find it and get lost along the way and have that adventure because that's, for me, the adventure is is where the value's at. And in cigars, it's the same way, right? Like when we were kids, you'd listen to... I don't know about you guys, but I would listen to MTV's 120 Minutes yeah. on Sunday night to try to listen to that new next up and coming band because I wanted to discover it and hear it before all my buddies. Like that's that's the whole thing, right? So in cigars, it's the same way. I would say that that our buddy Brian here, he's in an enviable position because he's traveling around yes. and he's finding these places. And so that's really what I would say to you. What's the best way to find cigars? Exactly what you're doing is excellent. I would say that. The only thing is sometimes when he lands in a place, he doesn't recognize the cigars that he sees. And I think that that's where a ref, uh, resource like Cigar Snob can help you with that, right? So the magazine kind of gives you a uh, you know, a quick way to know, do these guys consider this any good? Uh, and so so I think that's, you know, that's what I would say. Like the way you're shopping is perfect. I think, um, you know, Cigar of the Month clubs, you know, sometimes some of them are very good. Some of them do provide you cigars that you would otherwise not be able to get. But sometimes the cigar that they're providing you that you would otherwise not be able to get is not really a cigar that you would want to get Some, in a lot of cases. Some of them are very good, but some of them are just finding deals from a cigar manufacturer that has overruns and whatnot. And they're just, you know, they're repackaging it as something else. You know, there's some, you know, there's always good tobacconists and there's always good cigar of the month clubs and there's always shysty ones that's that's just the nature of any business not just cigars or or booze or anything like that so how about the sample packs because he does mention that yeah I there's think a couple there's a good there's a good a few good sample packs out there of course and uh and i think that a lot of retailers like for example if you go to uh, go to a local retailer that has a website for example uh smoke in up in West Palm Beach. Uh-huh. They are a fantastic retailer that has an excellent online uh, setup and he does sample packs. Right. And some of them are excellent, right? Right. right. Uh, and so, and then there's Neptune as well down here in Miami. Uh, and up there by you, he has, uh, so clearly he's, I don't know where Spring Hill is, but it sounds like it's near Tampa. 
Uh, so he has Monte Cristo Cigar Club. That has a great selection. And he has uh, Smoker Friendlies. So, yeah, he's got a ton of options up there. Uh, as for, you know, those cigars that you mentioned, Andalusian Bowl, Sin Compromiso, La Serio, Pasex, Davidoff, they're all fantastic cigars, all of them. Uh, probably the floor there in terms of ratings in our magazine, the floor there is probably at 92 uh, and up. Uh, some of those cigars are really excellent. And you won't find any of those in a subscri- subscription club <laughs> no. or a sample. And then in terms of West Tampa Tobacco, so the owner of that company is a dear friend of ours, Ricky Rodriguez. Uh, been in the cigar business forever. And uh, and so Ricky partnered with a, a factory in, in Nicaragua that's doing f- excellent cigars. So we have smoked them. Uh, we've rated them. And I think there's going to be a lot of great stuff coming out of West Tampa Tobacco. And I think for me, the even at, at the core of everything we do with, with cigars, I think, I think it's about being in a social setting. Even if you're going to go to a lounge or a club or, or, or a local shop and you're really just going to sit there by yourself, there's still that social aspect of walking in, meeting the, the tobacconist or the person working there, seeing the other regulars. Hey, how are you? There's cafecito, there's sodas, whatever well, it cafecito's is. Cafecito's only down here, let's you know? be honest. Well, you know, you, or, or there's beers or maybe, you know, to yeah. me, that's part of it. And I'm always big on, on supporting local businesses. I'm always a big part of that. Yeah. So I think, and I think that's part of it too, to get out, explore, meet people, talk to some people. You might find some new things. So yeah, I'm always big on finding it. And, and you know, I travel, you know, well, everybody at this table here, we travel and, and there's nothing cooler than walking into a new city, you know, landing in a city and say, okay, where am I going to have a smoke? You know, I'm always hitting, okay, I'm here. Where, where am I going to go? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm lucky I've got, I've got Eric and Ivan as, as resources, but even then, you know, you go to the magazine, Hey, I was in Mexico. So I looked up at the Mexico city edition of, of, of cigar snob when you guys were, that was a great story. Yeah. And, and I found a couple of spots there. So it, to me, it's all about exploring that's part of it and 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 the social aspect of it and say what do you think of this what do you think of this cigar what would you recommend and eh, maybe, maybe you'll get a clunker maybe you won't but if you find one you'll always remember it right exactly so it's never it's never the destination it's the journey oh man <laughs> Right? I love when Jim impresses himself. Wow. I love that. Profundation. Very, very, very deep. So, Brian, I hope that helped. Uh, you know, it sounds like you were educating us on some things here. And, if, hey, for everyone out there, if there's a cigar question you'd want answered, you can always submit it to questions at cigarsnobmag.com. That's questions at cigarsnobmag.com. And if we read and answer your question, what happens? You get a cigar snob swag pack. So, Yami... Every week she's sending swag packs out to the guys who send questions. So keep them coming. Honestly, keep up the questions. Keep up the ratings on the mm-hmm. on the podcast. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star. Uh, but yeah, for sure, keep the questions coming because those you know those kind of fuel the show. So I, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, you'll get a cigar snob swag pack, man. You get some stickers, a shirt, maybe a hat. I don't know, some stuff. Maybe a magazine or two. Yeah, talk about another good cigar, Ivan Ocampo. So you said you just got back from Mexico City. I did. I happen to be going there tomorrow. Ah, see, they could only they, that that was kind of the international Tremendous. decree. Only one of us could be in there mm-hmm. at the same time. Tremendous. So now that I've left, now you're you know it's one of those. Yeah, I, I get it. I, it it's a you know decree, and the UN I think was involved. I'm not sure. So another way to get cigars is taking your own personal stash sometimes i love to adventure look for these i have n- i've never been to mexico city nice. i plan on exploring finding a couple shops out there trying some stuff 
But like you said, sometimes you get some clunkers. So I always love whenever I go anywhere, taking my own little stash and my own little travel humidor. And what that's one of my favorite parts is packing for this. So I already did it since I'm leaving tomorrow. And I packed in some Miami Villiger 2022s for this trip. Excellent cigar. So it's one of my new favorite ones. And the reason why it's called Miami, it's because René Castañeda, the president of Villiger Cigars North America, would hand this exact same cigar out to his to everybody who would visit him in his Miami office. And it was so well received that this special blend was made into regular production. The cigar is made at the Avang Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic and is a very limited edition project which uses the best aged tobacco from 2015 and 2016. The Villiger Miami 2022 is a solid, mild to medium strength cigar which is well balanced and full of flavor. The wrapper is an Ecuadorian uh, Connecticut Deflorado and the binders of, and fillers are both from the Dominican Republic. It has notes of oak, walnut, leather, and a rich procession of brown sugar and almonds with a creamy and easygoing finish with hints of honey. It's a very clean smoke, and, and on the palate, it's simply delicious. Production is limited to 500 boxes of each size. There's the Laguito number one, which is what I have, which is it's, it's the, best, it's the best line in my opinion, which is a 7.5 by 38, and a Robusto that comes in a 5 by 50. Both which both of which come in ten bo- count boxes. I promise you, you're gonna love this cigar. You got to go out and try one today. The Villiger Miami 2022. Gracias, amigo. The international edition. Oh, I see that. You see that? All right. So we've got it. It's time now. Jasper, you ready? Now, nah, see, he's, he's giving me a high five there. I love you, man. Let's get for that perfect pairing segment and get some whiskey. Woo-hoo. And now. Perfect pairings brought to you by Total Wine and More. Bring out the booze. All right, so why don't we do a quick update on the cigar, mm-hmm. and I'll go get yummy. All right, so let's start with you, Mr. Ocampo. How are we doing on this My Father La Gran Oferta? So the, that pepper that it started out with, mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's settled down, and now I'm getting more of like a creaminess. I get more of like 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 a licorice sweetness from it. Um, the peppers maybe have turned from like a black to like a red vanilla, some oakiness still very good. And I, and I don't feel the strength kicking my butt so far. How how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm, 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 I would agree with you. Definitely. The pepper is still there for me. Um, I'm about uh, quarter into the stick right now. Um, first, the ash is amazing, by the way. Oh, it's so good. So even, so nice. Um, but yeah, there's definitely that, that hints of pepper. And, and I guess my palate is still trying to decipher. You said licorice, which I was like, okay, that maybe that's what I'm tasting there. I, I love the pepper, but it, it's not as bold anymore. Now it's, it's, it's allowing other uh, flavors, especially during the retro, how they could really get into that. So, you know what? I think I was scared off by the strength from the... I thought it was going to be a little bit stronger when I first started smoking it, but I feel like it's it's not it's not that full. I feel like it's almost like medium, just it's, a it's hair me, yeah, over it's medium, medium plus. plus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. But you said licorice. Yeah. So you know, I think the funny thing is, licorice is a is a funny note, right? It's not that common, but it is in there. Like I I agree with it, man. When I, let me rephrase, when I say it's in there, it's for my palate, I can taste it, mm-hmm. but it's um. It's in a weird spot. Right. When you you draw in the smoke and then you, you retrohale it and release it through your nose, right as the end of the smoke is coming out, you get this little doink. And it's like a little 
doink. <laughs> it is. It is a licorice little, and it's just like a blip on the radar, and then it's gone. It's right. a fle- It's a very interesting note. But that's funny that you you caught that because it's the same note that I caught, and I was like licorice. Like I in my notes, I wrote licorice with a question mark. And well, so you there, said it. yeah, there's definitely something there, and maybe I haven't just haven't identified it, but there is something when when it's the smoke is out and and it's sort of settling in. There is like a little coating. There is that little yeah. kind of dab where you're so, like, what is that? I'll tell it's you, very this pleasant. cigar is this cigar is right up my alley personally. Like I I, I can tell maybe it's a little uh, too pepper forward for you, mm-hmm. Jim. I love that word. For me, it's pepper forward. Yeah, for me, it is spot on like i actually like this is a cigar that there are times that i think that's what i want right now like i want that kind of cigar you and me yeah it's happening (laughs) it's happening Uh, (laughs) so the the key is so people sometimes get scared scared away when you start talking about strength and you start talking about pepper and earth so when you get the pepper and the earth with a clean delivery Mm -hmm. without any like sourness or without any dirty flavors i know we said earth but earth doesn't mean dirt it means like like a, that mineral taste that 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 earth can have right? right but when you get it with that dirtiness on the palate that it leaves your 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 tongue kind of coated yeah and sort of bothered mm-hmm. that's bad but this cigar does mm-hmm. it in a very clean delivery so i i love this cigar actually i do i enjoy i know last week was your like um or not last week whatever last show uh, that Monte Cristo, that was your, that was oh right God. up your alley. Well, this, this kind of cigar is the kind of cigar that I love at, at this point in my life, right? My, my, my palate goes changing constantly, sure. right? And right now I'm on this heavy, intense flavor pepper cake. As we say, he's a deliciously complicated man. <laughs> so, all right. Well, now that we've, uh, <laughs> yeah. we really dissected the cigar, let's go to the, uh, to the broken barrel. Right. Where's Yami? Yami. She brought him. Yeah. About deliciously wait, uncomplicated. Wait, Here's which Yami. One are, which one are we drinking? No, but let's first let's first set this up. Hi, Yami. How are Hi, you? Hi, how are you? Good. Let's set this up. We're we're doing things a little differently because in the past our blind tastings were were just that blind. True, true. This is not necessarily the case, right? No, not blind at all. We know exactly Eyes what, we're, wide what open. we're drinking. That's it. That's it. Usually I'm like, okay, I like it. So what do we got here, young lady? We got broken barrel, and this is the California oak 88 proof. All right. So what we're going is we've got a vertical tasting going up in proof. So nice. this is the first. Uh, a friend of mine from uh, from the company told me, make sure that you try the California oak. Wow. So Being a California native, I'm like, in. In. I mean, you don't have to tell me twice. All right. Mm, very oak forward. So, right. <laughs> so I, I'm usually not a, a big fan of the lower proof bourbons, right? Like 88 is a low proof. I don't know if I've had one. Like what's, is there a popular uh, low? Smells delicious. Uh, usually proof. they're like, the low ones to me are 90s, right? The 90 proof. That's kind of like a standard, like a, like a I'm well. I'm not going to name any. Right. Is that yeah. like a, like well drink regular? Bourbons by and large are like 100 proof. Like the, you know. Yeah. Right. But, uh, but there's right. plenty of 90s out there. This is an 88. So this is kind of like a, an orangey, yellowish. In terms of color, yeah. Yeah. So let's see. It smells, first of all, it smells amazing. Apricot? Citrusy? Yeah, it's a little dried fruit. But still a little caramel in there. And the alcohol's there. Yeah. Stoyaki. Ooh, so good. Smooth. Smooth with just a little bit of heat at the end. Just a it little does. It bit has at the that, end, right? That finish yeah. on the back of the throat. 
Yeah, like again, for me, I always want that higher that higher proof that kind of covers up the, what's missing in the middle always to me. That so you notice how you get like that sweetness up front, mm-hmm. and then you get the heat in the back. But then in the middle, oh, Nat gets see? a pour. <laughs> Nicely done. Our executive producer, Nat, over here. I see, I see. So we're going to start cutting cameras real, 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 real you know, electrically. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, I, did, I, did a, I did a drink and smoke, mm. and I don't think it paired for me. So let's try the, the puff and drink. Well, I'm never going to say no to needing more, my friend. Well, you're going to get well, the what next didn't one. You like? We're going to do four of them. So, What didn't you like about the drink and smoke? See, I like it. I, I thought when I drank, what I felt when I drank and puffed, I thought it kind of soured the cigar a little bit. For me. No, not for me. For me, it, it kind of made it like, oh. But the other way around, when I puffed, it really, it really brought out the flavor in, 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 in the whiskey. I, may, maybe it was the heat at the end. I was surprised. Like I, I wasn't expecting that to happen, but I got like a, like the butterscotch kind of cranked up on the, right. on the cigar, which I wasn't See, really getting before. I, I liked it the other way. I liked the puff and then the drink. I think then it played well. I drank and smoked and I spilled all the booze <laughs> onto my computer. <laughs> I, explain, prefer, I prefer smoke and drink. Explain that to Dr. Fix-It now. Well... <laughs> You see, I was working, 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 huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, it's the same glass. Sorry. Yeah. I was wondering. I'm like, Jim's chugging yeah, today. Yeah, we don't have to clean more today. Thank you. I love. I love how you look at her like this. Eh? <laughs> That's all there is. There's got to be more. Right? I've been drinking. All right. Less, Again, uh, less citrusy. So this is, this is a rye. Oh, I love rye. So this is a different beast. Love right? rye. So different mash bill. So this has, this has obviously more rye than corn, right? So this Smells is a rye whiskey, amazing. not a bourbon. Wait, this is heresy. Okay. So ryes are not bourbons. Correct. I always forget. It's like my daughter. I'm teaching her but, the times table. She forgets three yeah, well, well, for yeah, one day to the other. Some, I don't know where she gets from. Uh, but but yeah, a bourbon can have rye in it, right? So rye is a grain. But when you have a rye, it's it's rye. I don't know if this is 100% rye or... 105 proof. Yeah, 105 proof. Yeah, but on the rye... Oh. It's straight rye whiskey. Yeah, so Wait, that means they're not as sweet. No, it's it's ninety five percent rye, five percent barley. Rye's aren't as sweet. No, no, they're spicy. Yeah, they've got like a little, and I haven't I haven't drank it yet. Yeah, ninety five percent. Yeah. So then these guys do something different. Like, this is a good time to talk about it. So normally, whiskeys, whether they be scotches, bourbons, American whiskeys, rye whiskeys, they have a mash bill, and the mash bill refers to what grains. Did we distill to then get to that whiskey? And so you'll have, for example, on the California oak, the first one we drank, the Mashville was 70% corn, 21% rye, 9% barley. Okay. This one is 95% rye, 5% barley. However, this, this company, Broken Barrel, what they do is they age the distilled whiskey for two years in regular American oak barrels. 
right? Newly charred American oak barrels, like mm-hmm. any like any bourbon. Uh, but then they then dump that whiskey into a large vat and throw in an oak bill. So they throw that's why it's called broken barrel. They throw staves from other barrels into this container, and then they age the whiskey a longer period of time with an oak bill. So this particular one, 40% of the barrels in there are ex-bourbon barrels, 40% is new French oak, and 20% is sherry cask oak. So, so that's what they do. They play around not just with the mash bill, but they also play around with the oak bill. We learned so much more from Eric when right? he's not blind. Right. Well, this this is this is delicious. Is it? Now, you know, truth be told, I'm a big rye person. I love rye. <laughs> I love that. I'm a big rye person. Yo, yeah, yeah, rye. They call me the rye guy. <laughs> hey, rye guy, come over here, rye guy. No, but this is good. This is delicious. Yeah. This this well, so on again, its own. He told me make sure you guys try the California oak and the heresy rye. This is very good. No, this, this, obviously, this is one that he likes. This is this is one you'd walk up at the bar and you, you know I feel like Tony Montana here. Now you're talking my language, baby. Right, so on top of that, the one we had a second ago was the 88 proof. This is 105 proof, mm-hmm. which is like that's awesome. A couple more Sorry curves about the, on the mic. More, more curves. Yeah. So on the uh, that 105 proof, that is like almost a sweet spot. You know, 100 to 105 is. You know, come to think of it, now that you've explained it so eloquently when i make my old fashions i prefer using rye Heck and yeah. i always mm-hmm. start i always use regular bourbons or whatever i have nope. and, and it's never as good as just Agreed. using a rye yeah, yeah you should always use rye yeah because it because it, it's not as sweet not as sweet because the bourbon you do when you're doing an old-fashioned you you put bourbon and you put the simple syrup and you put the bitters and now it's like too too sweet mm-hmm. but if you do it with rye Correct. now you balance off that sweetness because you already have the simple syrup right Right, so another way to do it, if you wanted to, was use bourbon, but use less simple syrup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But usually, guys are reading off of a off of a uh, a recipe, a cocktail recipe, and so they go, oh, two, you know, tablespoons of simple syrup, and then they just throw them in there. And when you do that with the rye, and nobody uses a tablespoon; too, it's way too much sugar. And there you go. But with a rye, it's not it's not so sweet. This is nice. This is no, really this is, really nice. This is what's excellent. better: drink and smoke or smoke and drink. I don't know. I haven't even smoken. I've been just drinking it. Hang on a second. I'm, I'm going to puff now. Yummy standing back there like, can you guys stop talking crap and <laughs> move on so I can try something else? No. No, but I don't think anybody's driving out of I here. I drank, swallowed, and smoked. That worked out better. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there, there's a different show for that, I think. <laughs> Mm. So I love it on its own. I don't know with the cigar. Yeah, I'd almost I almost feel like and with no offense to my father, this to me it needs to be on its own, I think. The I mean I could st- I mean, <clears throat> you 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 can, you can. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, hey, what, what happened? <laughs> Get that frog out of there. Talk. He got emotional. Um, Rye rye makes me emotional. Talking about my father. (laughs) And then I learned it from you, Dad. Um, 
Here's Yami again. <laughs> it's your fault, Dad. I learned it from you. By the way, I can't even recognize Yami. There's no glasses. I was like, I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? No, 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 I got it. What was the, uh, Jimmy, what was the, commer- the learning from you? Wasn't it about, like, uh, was, about was it drugs it was, or was it It was drugs where, where, the da- where the guy is in, is in the son's bedroom and he's got, like, a little box and it's full of weed. Got, and he's yeah. like, why did you get this? And he's yelling at him and the kid's just Did like, you learn this at school? Like, yeah. I learned it from you, Dad. I learned it from you. And he's like. Crying. And he's, oh like, he's like, well, then God. let's light up, bubba. I got some Doritos <laughs> and we'll go. Yeah, mom's not home until, like, 10. Bamo. No, no, no. Please, please, please. <laughs> But by the way, oh God, oh, a great Jimmy. parody. Did you did you see that that Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson have paired and they're making edibles and the edible is an ear with a with a little oh my God, piece that's broken off from idea. it and it's called Holy Ears. Oh my God, great idea! So no, I'm not trying to make a commercial, but on, was, on the marketing tip and making a parody of that, and that both, would be great. And they're both like, sitting there with like Christmas sweaters. Obviously, they're trying to you know. Oh, I was like, man, hey. We need to make a commercial. Oh, yeah, when, it, when, it, when, when it's time to eat, time to make that money, <laughs> boxing's over. So, But no, I tell you, this is so good. It's so good on its own. Um, I, th- I think it's okay. It's okay so, with the cigar. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't upset by it. Uh, the cigar stood up to it, which at 105 proof, yeah. you know, is not, uh, as we say in Cuban parlance, it's not jamón. It's not, it's not easy. Right. I think so, setting-wise, I mean, this is not like, okay, I'm having an after-dinner dinner drink and then having this thing at a, like a, at a nice – this is like a – you're at a great bar. Mm-hmm. You're having the rye. They, you can smoke cigars. Right. So that's enough of the rye. That's, that was the oh, heresy rye. Oh. Now we are on to the broken barrel cornucopia. Ah, oh, what? So this is obviously corny. No, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's high high in corn in terms of the mash bill. So high corn. So this is seventy percent corn, twenty one percent rye, nine percent malted barley, which is actually and it is similar. Dark. Memory serves. I mean, look how dark yeah. that is. It's the same mash bill as the California oak. So this is a hundred and eleven proof. Sweeter. It's definitely sweeter. sweeter. Kind of a kind of a. It really doesn't jump out at the nose. Just kind of so. Well, I think it does, man. A little innocent. Huh? So, you know why it's sweeter? Check out the the oak bill on this one. This one is evenly spread across X peach brandy barrels, X apple brandy barrels, and Ooh. X cognac barrels. That's why it, uh, when you said it wasn't strong on the nose, like I didn't feel it. I think that one got no, yummy. but you can. She's like, it's one. It's one hundred and eleven proof. So that's gonna that's gonna get it. most. Wow, it is. It is. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like opulence. It tastes it elegant. It does. It does. Right? It's like I like doesn't my father have an opulencia? Yes, it do. I'm, La opulencia. I'm gonna have opulencia. to wear, I'm gonna have to wear socks with this, you know? I can't it, this this is not flip flops and shorts now. Hmm. I mean it is luxury. So this one is a limited edition, this cornucopia. Tastes like it. It's good. And it's uh it's dark. Woo. Woo. That one's serious in terms of uh so here's the puff. Good morning. Yeah. And wow. again, I think they all pair very good. The cigar yeah. the cigar manages to stand up to very it. good. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It doesn't it doesn't kind of go away. It's and, crazy. And enough heat to just make you wow. This is this is this is at the end of the to me, this is where you're closing a deal. 
You, the, the deal is finally done. Done. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Everybody's rich. You agree. Bring out Yami. Bring it out. Bam. <laughs> Cornucopia time. No, that's ta- 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 pretty serious. Yeah. Ta- riquísimo. Again, it just, it tastes like, it tastes like you're on a high rise on the 32nd floor overlooking the city. And you're like, damn, I just, I'm, I'm a millionaire. Oh, I want to be there with you, Jim. <laughs> Come on. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you painted such a beautiful I'm picture. In, I'm in Dubai, 135 floors up. Oh, we I thought you were going to say 135 degrees because that's no. probably what it would be. We did it, Jim. We did it. <laughs> we fooled them all. We fucking We're did rich. It. We're rich. We're rich. <laughs> Bring out the cornucopia and some caviar. <laughs> I was in Dubai with my wife, by the way, and I and I did. Oh, uh, here we go. And and we were up on one of those uh, the highest the highest building in Dubai. We we're like 130 floors up, and I did the math wrong, and I ordered some caviar. Boy, did I do the math wrong! <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> I was like, I got Kokomo American dollars. I was like, well, that's how, it. How was it? Amazing. Amazing. I mean, it was great. Cool. We, we had ramen the rest of the trip, but it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. I was like, put some of that in your pocket. Let's get out of here before they, before they call the cops. No, this, but this, this is so good. Excellent. No, this cornucopia is the bomb. So you really dug that, huh? My compliments. Mm. I like these vertical tastings that yeah, you like this? It's different. Like when you said vertical, I was like, is, are we going up to the third floor and then drinking? Then we're going to go up to the fifth floor and drink. Then we're going to go up to the roof and drink. No, no, that's good. I was looking at the bottle. Rare Americana. So that, yeah, I don't know what that one. Oh, there's uh, more? Wait a minute. Yeah, there's one more. Remember, there's four on this one. Mm. <laughs> Let me not milk this. Wow. Jim, Jim down that. If anybody needs me, I'll be with Jasper. <laughs> yeah. Or with Chente. And Chente. <laughs> Chanty will take care of me. Jasper will be like, well. I'll be brushing his you tail. You need some chili con carne, brother. I'll be brushing Chente's tail. <laughs> I'll be like, how do you get your tail so smooth, Chente? <laughs> do you, is this conditioner? We just put beer in it. It's okay. All right. So let's give this thing a. Uh, All right. So this one. Ooh, this is super dark. Yeah. And and this is going to be the highest proof of them all. So we, we just finished a 111. I haven't seen the bottle of this one yet. Yeah, By the way, this, that, this is going to be serious. That was Cuban for don't don't rush me. Yeah, chill out. I'm a booty. All right, so this is the Broken Barrel Rare Americana, mm. and it is a mash bill of 85% corn, 120, 15% rye. So why this wasn't the cornucopia? I don't know because this has more corn than the other one, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> and then this one has an oak bill of 75% Sauterne cask and 25% oh. French oak. Sauterne. Well, it's both both casks would be French, but one is, you know, ex sauterne, and the other one is, I guess, new French oak. Sauterne oh. is a great dessert wine, absolutely French producing region. Mm. In case you didn't know, I love sauterne, buddy. No, you're always throwing the facts in there. Oh, oh. I, I thought too. you were gonna. You thought you were gonna get one on me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, chief. All right, girls. I drink sauternes like you for breakfast. Girls, <laughs> girls, girls, you're both pretty. <laughs> All right. See what happens here? Uh, that's why I got to be oh, the traffic. No, guy. this this one, it, I mean, this is serious on the nose. Yeah, this has got the alcohol. This is yeah. Yeah. This is like, the, what this, I, is like this is the, not going to be a joke. This is like the Cuban guy at the little corner with his hands out. Where you been? Here I am. Yeah. All right, here we go. I got boogers from smelling this thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo, doggy. Wow. 
This one. That one. You know, people say, oh, that'll put some hair on your chest. No, Holy this thing shit. does. I, I'm taking off my shoes and my socks to drink this one. Oh, my God. The body on that is oh, so thick. It is. It's like viscose. It's so good. It's like a yeah. syrup. It is. I'm going to pour this on my pancakes. For sure. Pancakes, <laughs> vanilla ice cream. Awesome. Oh, my God. That's, oh, that's, that's so what we're going to We're going to get some waffles. And by the way, all waffles Chick- are chicken and waffles. Right, waffles oh, are cool. pancakes with abs. I hope you didn't hope you realize. <laughs> okay. That, right? okay. So we're gonna get some waffles, put some ice cream on, and then pour some of. The, oh, oh my god! And put a little cigar at the top, like a little volcano. Man, that's so really good. nice, though. So I think finally the cigar has sort of let up here. It 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 didn't stand up to this thing, but yeah. I don't know how many cigars could. That's, this is a monster. One hundred and twenty proof. For those of you scoring at home, that is 60%. Uh, yeah, that's that's a lot. Of- and if you paired this with a cigar that did stand up to it, mm. it is going to light you up. Yeah. Good night, Eileen. Yeah. Eileen, Irene, Renee. Yeah, no, no. Uh, well, Everybody. I, I like Eileen. Uh, so oh, so good. I mean, I tell you, the, my compliments to Broken Barrel. My God, these, these, these are great. These are very good. So the, these last two have been uh, limited edition. So what we did is the first two are in their core line, right? So the Heresy Rye and the California Oak. I apologize if I slur. We've been <laughs> drinking a lot. Uh, and so Bring out the empanadas, please. For sure. So the uh, Cornucopia and the Rare Americana are, are uh, limited editions. But my goodness, those are outrageous. But but I also love the rye, and with the cigar, I think I like I like the rye the best because the rye was you know enough flavor and intensity to to hold up its end of the bargain, but then still let the cigar you know be itself, right? Great call, great call. This hundred and twenty though, if you just had to like just like if you're just yeah yeah like just a, like. I just want to like end the night. End the night. I just want to like wet the palate with it, and then like smoke this La Gran Oferta and like wow. chill out with La Gran Oferta. It's a, it's yeah. It's nice. I, I think that you're right. That's a good point. So if you're doing this, it's not a <gasps> no. It's which, not a one. Which we one. kind of do yeah, on these right. things. This right. is more of a. I'm gonna a good wet the whistle and put it away. That's a really good point. And then I'm gonna enjoy this, relax, have yeah, have take, this. It's yeah. it's one sip, five puffs. Yeah. That's like the ratio of uh, of puff to, to sip because this is at 120 proof. Number one, if you don't do one sip, five puffs, you're not even going to finish the cigar. No. Mm-hmm. If you do mm-hmm. one to one <laughs> or one to three, you're probably not going to make it, bud. No. Like, you need to go one to five. It's like, or the, ho- it's like the holy ear if you did that. <laughs> Where's Ivan? Well, he's in the corner. He can't get out of the corner. I don't know what's going on over there, but he's having a conversation. No, this is so good. This is so good. I mean, you know, it's it's everything about it. It just it, to your point, the body. It's so thick. It coats everything. You almost don't want to let anything get in the way of this guy. But it's so good. But I th- I'm w- I'm with you, Eric. I think if you, in terms of the pairing, I think you go with the rye. I would even I would even do the cornucopia. You sure? W- you could absolutely could. I think the cornucopia could work as well. But I think this, the American rare or the rare American? A rare Americana. Rare Americana. I think this is. Isn't that like, isn't that the nickname you have for your wife? That rare Americana? <laughs> God bless her. 
Yeah. What's up with all this nonsense, you know? I'm going to come home and I'm going to be talking Spanish. The whole <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, hey, Ami, te voy a decir una cosa. And she's going to be like, oh, boy. It, oh, was, po- it was podcast day. Uh-huh. Yes, it was. Good times. Good times. No. Amazing stuff. And uh, thanks to no. Broken Barrel. My awesome. God. Awesome stuff, man. Yep. Thank you, guys. That was amazing. Mm. So my question was this. Is this, if you're not smoking a cigar, which one of these? If I'm not, well, so the rare Americana is so high alcohol mm-hmm. that I can do that any time of my life, right? right? But it'd have to be at the end of whatever I am doing because that you can't really just sit and enjoy that all night because mm-hmm. you're not going to last the night. So, so that I would say I can, I can drink that anytime. Uh, otherwise, I'm drinking that rye. I will tell you this. I am a bit of a, of a professional. Oh, 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 hang on a second. I was not aware that get we this, were in the presence this. of a professional. I'm a bit of a I'm professional, a professional. And, and, I, and I will say this amongst friends and family. sweating, by the way. Can you look at uh, Nat? Can you? <laughs> I is will there a way to focus ooh, on Jimmy? Buddy. He is sweating. The AC is on max. Jasper, bring a <laughs> towel. I wore the wrong shirt today. Bring a towel, Jasper. I was in, in the, how long have we been doing this show? Two years? Yeah. <laughs> This is the first time I'm buzzed. Do you need a cafecito? First time. Broken barrel. You did it. First time. You have broken the professional. I will say this. I'm almost about to tap out. I'm like, "Ah, Dustin Poirier, you know. I'm like, "Ah, Cassie, Cassie. Y'all done did it to me this time. I knew you weren't a cheap date, but wow. It took a while. Yeah. It really... Right, I'm a right guy. Tequila, I'm at the cave. <laughs> it took two years to bet him. <laughs> now we found it. We found it. So listen, let me read this before it gets any further. <laughs> yeah. Um, as always, Perfect Pairings is brought to you by Total Wine and More. You'll always find the right bottle at the right price with their lowest price guarantee. Visit Total Wine and More. You can go to TotalWine.com. We're smoking my father's cigars, La Gran Oferta. Let's get into it with Jose Ortega. All right, we are here with Mr. Jose Ortega, VP of Sales for My Father's Cigars. Thank you, brother. Welcome to the show. No, thank you for having me, man. Been looking forward to it. So, yeah, we've been uh, going back and forth for a while, but we got it done. So, uh, I like the I like the jersey. I'm loving that, man. We're, I love we're, that. This is jersey. this is this is team my father right here all the way. So. I, I figure. I figure, listen. I, I figure we should come up with some sort of a, either a baseball team or a softball team or some sort of team. Definitely not a football team. Uh, I'm getting too old for that, man. I can't get beat yeah. up anymore. <laughs> so now that you mentioned that, uh, so give people. A little, I mean, your shirt kind of says it right there, but give people a little bit of background on my father's cigars, right? I mean, everybody knows, all of our consumers, I think, uh, people who listen to the podcast, they all know my father, but maybe they don't know some of the specifics, like, what year was my father started? So, okay, so to understand my father, you have to understand the history behind it, which is what, obviously what you're asking for. So, Pepin leaves Cuba, so the, the, so it's the trilogy, right? You have Pepin, you have his son, Jaime, and you have his daughter, Jani Garcia. So the three of them form the hierarchy for, for our company. Um, so Pepin leaves uh, Cuba uh, 
actually Gianni left first, but then Pepin left afterwards back in 2001. Uh, formally, they, they formed the company, uh, El Rey de los Urbanos, back in 2003. It's when the Don Pepin, uh, Don Pepin original, the blue, it was formed. That's when their, their first cigar, the first brand that they ever made, uh, it was in 2003. Hence, why you see that on the shirt, 2003 yep. everywhere. So, um, and that's very company, first brand was the blue label. It was the blue label. That was the That's why when we rebranded, when we rebranded the Dom Pepins, that's why that one was called the Dom Pepin Original, La Original. That was that is the the patriarch, if you will, for, for all of our, our brands, you know, uh, I always tell people, I said, when we're blending, when Pepin is blending, he takes that cigar and basically adds a little of this, takes away from this, but everything, that's kind of like the foundation for sure. all of our brands. So if you want to know where the company or where all of our brands came from, that that's that's the one, that's the, the cigar. Um, like the benchmark. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I like that. So, you know, I didn't, the, I didn't know company, that. Man. I, I've known you guys, and I've known Pepin and Jaime and Gianni for so many years. I didn't know that everything was kind of. I mean, I knew that was the first brand, but I didn't know that brands sort of branched out from that one, whether stronger, or tighter, right? What one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Everything is. The, he 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 took that he took that blend and basically he's changed the wrapper, changed the binders. Added a little more of this, but that is the foundation for every one of our cigars. So, if you want to know what our secret sauce is, go buy a Dom Pepin Blue and then smoke that, and then you'll understand. You know, especially when you compare it to some of the other cigars, you'll yeah. kind of get the hint of it, and you'll see some of the similarities between the two. Um, as far as the My Father Company itself, uh, you're now you're headed into uh, 2008, 2009 when when it was formed and the company was the actual company was created, and the factory in Nicaragua was uh, was built, and that's what kind of where where it started. That's where the brand, my father, um, the one that I'm smoking now, is when it was yeah, first too, I mean, first started. On, on the show, we were smoking the La Gran Oferta, but obviously we we're recording this on a separate time, and mm -hmm. I'm smoking the My Father Le Bijou Hundred Years. Which, by the way, that well, you know the the story behind that. So the Levy, the my, first came my father. Which a lot of people don't don't realize, but my father uh, was actually done in secret for, by Jaime, blended by Jaime, in secret of Pepin. So the funny story is that we were still in Calle Ocho on A Street at that time, and Pepin happened to be here from Nicaragua. He happened to be in the U.S., so he happened to be the only one there that could sign for a paper. So, um, so the artwork was was submitted. Uh, Alcides had done all the artwork and had sent for, for all the papers to be done, all the proofs. And when it was received, Pepin signed for, for it, decided to open it up. And when he sees this, he sees all the bands and all the, you know, all the different uh, labels and so forth. And so he calls Jaime and says, hey, Jaime, what is, what exactly is, is all this? I got, I got this, I opened this package. And he says, well, dad, it was supposed to be a surprise for you, but uh, so surprise, right? <laughs> um, <clears throat> the good thing is that Pepin, like every other blend, Right, um, like every other blend that that comes out of our factory, it whether Pepin made the blend or whether Jaime makes the blend, uh, both smoke and both approve it. Right, so Jaime, who's created the Jaime Garcia and, and La Promesa and so many other of our of our blends, still gives it to Pepin for the the final approval when they're when they're picking between the three or four different 
blends that yeah. they're making, Pepin ultimately has the, the final word. So, um, and in this case, Pepin had been smoking to my father, not really knowing what it was. Yeah, it was like a tribute to him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, and then he was so honored, and, and he was, you know, Pepin was so honored by that. And th that year, I think that that cigar, the if I'm not mistaken, that year the it was the number three cigar of the year or something like that. No, and it so, came out of the gate. Fire yeah, right out, right out of the gate, and so Pepin felt so, so, uh, so emotional about it, right, and so honored that he decided to come out with the Le Bijou, uh, in honor of his father. That's why it's called right. the Jewel 1922, uh, for the birth year of uh, Pepin's father, um, and he made it that, he like he says, been 100. He, yeah, he's always he's always said, uh, I made the cigar to represent my dad, who was a bold, strong, you know, strong guy. And that's what that cigar is. I mean, the Le Bijou, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's uh, hands down our strongest cigar. So, oh, I'm at least in my opinion. <laughs> no, I'm my, in mine as well. I'm feeling it right now. You know, I haven't, I've been driving all day and I haven't smoked a single cigar. This is my first cigar of the day. And I am, number one, it is an outrageously good cigar, right? It's like, yeah. decking, it's dark chocolate. It's mocha, it's pepper, and it's but it's strong. It is. Yeah, uh, yeah. It'll put you down if you're not paying attention. So you know the funny thing is, and and I know this is probably part of part of the things for those of you who those of those of the, those of you who are out there that don't know me that well. Uh, I came on board with the company in 2010, right? And as a matter of fact, July of 2010. So, so I met. That the, was my next question. Well, see, <laughs> I, I know I, I read minds, man. I read minds. So I uh, the funny part about that is that. When when I met the Garcias was in April of 2010. I met him at uh, at a festival, right? One of the big festivals up in in the PA, and we got to talking and so forth, and we kind of bonded, and that's when they kind of decided to uh, to pursue me, if you will, right? And so we came to an agreement, decided that uh, that uh, that I was going to come and join them, come on board with the company in, in July of 2000, so July 1st of 2000. Uh, 10 i started with a company but the funny part is there while i was at that festival i i came down with a um an, an infection in my lungs right so i had water in my lungs i couldn't smoke oh, so i had to I, I had to stop smoking from april to 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 july they actually gave me clearance to smoke two or three days before i started with a company so i had not smoked anything and i i come in and pepin oh yeah pepin how are you blah, blah, blah. And pepin said, Mira, Jose, Whatever you want to smoke, it, it's go ahead and grab whatever you yeah, want. So here comes uh, idiot here, <laughs> and I and I and I walk up to the I walk up to the uh, humidor, and what do I first grab? I said, let me get the smallest little smallest cigar that I can find. And, and what what was it? It was a Petit Robusto in the Levijou, right? <laughs> it's a little firecracker. But firecracker. I here I, I made the I made the same mistake that a lot of people make. I grabbed the smallest little cigar and I said, man, that's going to be an easy one to smoke. Brother, when I lit that up and it hit yep. me like a Mack truck. And it you does know, it in a hurry. My lungs were Your lungs were virgin by that time. <laughs> you yeah, man, it was crazy. destroyed them. Yeah, man, but here we are, man. Here we are. All these years later, somehow, we're still here. Somehow so. you made it past that. Oh, so. Yeah. So tell us a little. So we've been smoking the on the show. We've been smoking La Gran Oferta, and it's mm -hmm. it's a cigar that we love. You know the the price point of that cigar. Obviously, the name La Gran Oferta. Uh, the price point is spectacular. Like that that cigar, 
the quality of that cigar for that price point is uh, it's one of the better uh, sort of bargains in the cigar business. Mm -hmm. So we have it in our inflation buster, uh, which is a piece that we do where we, we try to find you the best value. Uh, and that, that thing is right up to the Lancero is a phenomenal deal to get a Lancero at that price point. Uh, but tell us about like, how was that, that brand born? Like, was it looking for, were you guys looking for, Hey, we have too many high price cigars. We're trying to find something in the middle. How was it born? No, you know what? It, it was actually, it's, it's, it's an old artwork. Let's start with that. So the, that the, that the Garcias, I, I kind of purchased and they wanted to do something with it. Right. So, uh, the name La Gran Oferta, when you, if you talk to Pepin or Jaime or Janine, they'll tell you. They, they, it was at a point that cigar was born right at a point where the company had expanded its uh, growing. So it, it, it started to play with different type of seeds and it was just doing so you much mean more. The, the growing operation had expanded. The growing operation, correct. Yeah. Uh, correct. So now they're trying new, new tobacco variations and so forth. And that's where the name comes from, La Gran Oferta. It was the, the, the great offering, right? Because now they now they had the access to so much more tobacco that they could play with that they could actually try to blend with, and that's where this was born. It's still used in the Habano Rosado, and as you know, we love Habano Rosado. That's just uh, pretty much in I would say at least fifty percent of all our blends yeah. have Habano Rosado. The the company, but again, if it's not broken, don't fix it, right? Um, and it's all Nicaraguan binders and, and fillers. And as you know, we, we're one of the few companies that actually use two binder leaves. Now, they're both different, right? And that's what adds to the flavor profile that we have. Uh, but it was just, that's the reason for that name. It was, they, they felt it was, a, it was a, a great offering that they were given. They were using, they're using new tobaccos that they were playing with. And, and to be able to blend it, it was exciting. It was an exciting time. Um, but it was something that they had just thought of, and, and the up, it was the right time, if, if you will. It's the right time. So the, the name has nothing to do with it being a great deal. No, it's not really. Meeting, right? Not really. Offering is, you know, you're offering this tobacco. But, but when you look at it a different way, the way we look at it for the inflation buster, it's a great deal. It's a great offer, like when oferta, like, like a bargain yeah. that you're getting. Yeah. So, but uh, you so know what? But you know what, uh, you're, and you're 100% right, it does. And, and it was something that when we, were, when we were pricing it, right, we sat down and we looked at the prices uh, of the cigars of where we were at. And we, we wanted to be at a spot, what I like to call that, that sweet spot, right, that 8 to $10 range where it's not overpriced. And, uh, but, you're, but you're getting, and like you said, you're getting a lot for your money. Um, and, and we have a lot of great ones like that. We have Flor de las Antillas, that's that way, La Promesa. We've always tried as a company to keep ourselves in that in that range where we're where, where you guys are getting a lot for your money and, and you feel that way that, that you actually enjoy and appreciate the fact that we're not you know we're not just and we and mind you we have thirty five dollars cigars you know what I mean we have fifteen twenty dollars cigars so we make anything from uh, the tobacco buyers at three dollars and fifty cents which is a great smoke at that price uh, we have the Garcia and Garcia at thirty five forty dollars so. We have a, a range of things, but we wanted this one to be right down, the, you know, right in the middle, affordable yeah. for everybody to be able to enjoy. It literally lives in the sweet spot. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's what's great about that. Now, let's back up one second. What do you think? Because you've talked about several little sort of behind the scenes things uh, like the double binder, 
Uh, you've talked about Pepin and how he's blended everything from that blue label. What do you mm-hmm. think is is the best thing that my father does as a company? Like, what is what's what's like your what do you think you guys do best? Let's say better than anyone else. You know, I'm go- I'm going to quote Pepin. Okay, I'm going to quote Pepin when he says this, and then I will answer your question. But, uh, but to uh, not to say that I'm correcting you, but to to explain what you just said, uh, Pepin always says, "I am not." He goes, "I'm not better than I'm not better than anyone, but there's no one better than me." Right. So yeah. that being said, so that yeah. being said, because I don't want to sound arrogant and say we're better than than everybody else at something. Right. Fair. Pepin always says, Pepin always says. There's, I'm not better than anyone, but there, there's no one that's better than me. So, with that being said, I like that. I, I think our secret. I think what makes us unique and special, and what has, what has afforded us this gr- incredible growth over the last. Because remember, we're, you know, when you really think about it, when you look at the grand scale of things, we are. One of the newcomers. We're still one of the newcomers. We the company started it, you know, 20 years ago. We're celebrating 20 years next year. So when you look at the grand scale, we're we're still one of the young ones out there. But we've had an explosive growth, and I think what we can attribute that to really is the. I think what we're great at is the fermentation process. Okay, the way that the Garcias take the tobacco and it goes through the pilons and the process that they use and how they treat the tobacco and how they age the tobacco, you know, to the moment where you roll the cigar, that it allows it to ferment correctly. And then when you smoke the cigar, when it gets to the stores and when people grab it, listen, I don't get people telling me, oh my God, this this thing has got too much ammonia or this thing is too young or this thing. Pepin will not allow the cigar. And for that matter, when I say Pepin, I mean the Garcias. I mean, I mean, mean even now handy because now we have the next generation. If you go to the factory, you'll see that the the next gen handy, uh, Jaime's son is the guy now that's kind of running things now because he's learning from from the two, right? From Pepin and from, from Jaime. But if I had to say one thing, if I had to attribute it to one thing, I would say really their ability to understand tobacco at a whole other level that they're able to work with it, age it correctly, ferment it and go through the process to make sure that when you get it, it's not young. It doesn't taste like ammonia. And by the time it gets to the store, it's always right. It always burns right. Um, listen, it's a man-made product. Anything can happen. Yeah. But you you have to look at the percentages and our percentages are really low when it comes to any problem with our cigars. And I think all the viewers can agree with that. Yeah, and and I'll I'll take it a I'll take it one step further, right? Because you know people who may not have uh, intimate knowledge of that fermentation process mm-hmm. can probably sit there on the other side of the screen and and think, well, so then why doesn't everybody just ferment it uh, the right amount? You know, why is it that I do get a cigar that that scratches the back of my throat or that has that ammonia smell uh, or that punches me in a way that I don't like, and so. But the, the thing is that you have to have uh, an incredible ability as a as a as the one fermenting the tobacco to understand when it's time for that tobacco to have reached its peak, because Correct. you can take it too far. So tell us what happens if you ferment the tobacco too far. What happens? Well, you lose 
you you you're going to end up basically losing all of its attributes, right? So, uh, you know, it, I mean, it, it's kind of like aging. I tell people all the time. People ask me this all the time. They go, uh, "When I'm doing events and and what?" I said. First, the first thing that goes is the strength, right? You can take the strongest tobacco and age it to age it so long that the first thing you lose, and then after a certain period of time, you start losing flavors, you know. And that's why I get I see people who will grab and God bless you if 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 you if you grab a cigar that's been aging for the last fifteen years and you can still taste something, God bless you, you're a lucky man. But uh, but for the most part, the reality is, you know, you you hear of these super old tobacco. That, to me, they're worth more as what they are, an old tobacco that's still alive rather than... Well, than, yeah, than so that's a conversation for another day that we can yeah, spend hours yeah, on. But I think, that, I think that the value, because I'm a person that, that ages cigars a lot, and the value of, of aging a cigar that period of time, that amount of time, is that you then get to smoke that moment in time from back then, even though it doesn't have the flavors that it had, but you are smoking a moment in time in that field, in that factory, right? And that's what yeah. I think is cool about it. And 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 it, and the thing is that it becomes so smooth. Back to our original point, uh, right. to my original point, which is it starts to lose that 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 grab in your heart, that boldness, and it just becomes so smooth, right? It becomes a whole other smoking experience. So. Um, but yeah, you can over, you can over age it or in the, in the fermentation process, you can do the same thing and go, go too far. And then you're just losing flavors altogether. Correct. So, yeah. And so that, and that's why I wanted to kind of break that down a little bit so that people can understand there is, there is a window there when they're fermenting mm -hmm. the tobacco, that tobacco is heating up and then they break it down and then it heats up again and then they break it down. And then you have to know when is the right time to stop this whole fermentation and just break it apart and don't ever pile it back up again. And then Correct. we're done. And that's, and that's like you said, that's where each blender now, because I, I like to be respectful to everybody, right? We all, in my opinion, we all make great cigars because there is someone for that cigar, right? So some people like it. You're more generous Listen, than me, but okay. Yeah. No, no, but you know what I'm saying. Listen, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, this, it's like this. Some people like the humidors at, 72, you know, uh, humidity. Some people like it at 68. You know, it just really depends on what you like. You like a, a wetter cigar or something. I personally, I like a drier cigar. Me too. Right. So that, that, but that's just me. Are we still there? Or yeah. Yeah. Still we're still with me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, uh, funny, my mother's calling me, right? Trying to interrupt our, <laughs> our meeting. That, that's Hispanic moms for you, right? They call. Yep. She knows. She knows I'm working, mom. What are you doing? I'm, I'm working. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, still, I still got 15 minutes, mom. Um, so, so let's before you your your workday ends. So, what can, can you tell us? What's coming up? Uh, you know, this, this, we're at the tail end here of 2022. What can consumers expect in 2023? Is there some exciting new release you can tell us about, or what? Okay, so two. There's several things. I know that you guys are very Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is. Listen, we could all work for the FBI, NASA, and, and sure. CIA, and all that shit, right? Because we're so hush hush about everything. But okay, so we were expecting to release the Florida Las Antillas limited edition this year. There were some delays with the boxes and so forth. So they will be releasing at the beginning of January. That I can say, right? Right? Okay. Right about mid mid January, they should start showing up at the stores. And what's the uh, price point on that? What's the price range? Uh, Any idea? I knew you were going to ask. We're going to be, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to be somewhere in the $40 range or something like that. 
Okay. So somewhere around that ballpark, but it's phenomenal, right? It's, we're yep. celebrating uh, the uh, ten years of of uh, of yeah. the last yeah. piece. So really yeah, that, the, the packaging, been... the packaging is beautiful. It took too long, but it's beautiful. So, uh, but outside of that, so here's what I can't. Here's what I will say. Right, we're celebrating twenty years of Pepin. I'm wearing a nice blue shirt. Mm. And that's all I can say. That's all I can say. There's your hint. You guys all figure right. that out. You I think some other hints out. were dropped earlier, but okay, good, good. <laughs> and so, and let, let's wrap it up quick here with how can how can consumers uh, find follow? What are the social medias for my father? How do they get in contact with you guys? Uh, so give us the give us the rundown. All right. So the easiest website. way is. Yeah, easiest obviously is the website, all right? www.myfathercigars. So myfathersingularcigars.com. Uh, outside of that, you can always uh, we we're very active on the Instagram. My, everybody gets a kick of the fact that I call I it the Instagram. the Instagram. I'm such a yeah. I'm such a dinosaur, bro. You should hear me say the TikTok. My daughter gets <laughs> my daughter just wants to just slap me in the head. And say, Dad, what are you saying? The TikTok. But anyway, so is the on, is the Instagram on the internets? Yeah, yeah. on the internet. But uh, so uh, my father's cigars obviously has uh, has their own. We have the my father's cigars Instagram. Mine personal is Jose my father sig c i g. Uh, that's my Instagram, and then from there I can once you guys uh, hook up with us or well, with me, I'll start giving you some other some of the other people in the company to follow. So. Um, cool. So we'll, yeah, we'll put those we'll put those handles underneath that way that way people can can see it and then follow while they're watching. And we invite listen we invite I I I'm I'm very active with it I uh, and so is the my father the my father Instagram uh, and we appreciate all the questions if you guys have questions whatever you want to know um, we have very very little secrets but a lot of secrets yeah that makes a lot of sense so whatever we can't answer we will answer. Um, so, like, uh, what was it? Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Every yeah, time, that, that same. Way. <laughs> That's right. All right, my brother. Hey, thank you very much for your time. I know you're a busy man, and your mom's calling you. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll catch you. We'll catch you around uh, at an event soon. All right, brother. All right, brother, thank you, man. Th thank you again, and uh, hope to see you. Uh, let me know when you want me to jump on again. I'll be more than right, glad. Cool, man. Thanks, All brother. Be well. Have a good man. All right. Bye. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. 
The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto. The La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one and tell them Jasper sent you. Always an amazing chat with our amigo Jose Ortega from uh, my father. Uh, awesome, man. My favorite Panamanian in the cigar business. <laughs> well, him and his brother. They're, oh, great. You know, like, you know what's really funny? So side note here. Mm-hmm. I have on my on my cell phone contacts, mm-hmm. I have, they're both, he and his brother are both called Jose Ortega. Mm-hmm. So I have Jose Ortega, my father's cigars, and Jose Ortega, Ashton, because his brother yeah. is a rep for Ashton, and wow. Jose, the one that we spoke to, is uh, is a national sales manager for. That's got to be an awesome, yeah. like Christmas dinner, right? Trying to figure out who, trying to. Oh, no, but I did a who good. Provides the cigars did, this year. Yeah. yeah. Well, well I'll, I'll do Thanksgiving. You do Christmas. I we, guess I don't know. Can't How go wrong. You, you can't go wrong. Cigar, go. Cigars on the canal. That's the way I look at. it. Okay. Panama Canal. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. All right. Well. No. I mean, they and, live here in Miami. <laughs> But, but still Panamanian, right? Yes, both. Okay, both good. Listen, always a good time. Thanks for uh, to Jose for hanging out with us, putting up with our nonsense here. And again, always a great smoky treat. The my cigar, La Gran Oferta. You mean my father? But I want to. That's okay. What did my I say? cigar, my cigar. <laughs> we tried to be serious and we couldn't. My cigar, La Gran Oferta. El mío. <laughs> All right, <laughs> do that again. No, no, we are not doing. No, we're not that doing again. it again. Clearly, they take care of their talent here. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm I'm echando un despojo para el pueblo, hanging everybody up. So listen, what <laughs> what did we learn today? I'm going to start with you. Oh, well, Calvinio. we know that we we learned the floor for I've Jimmy. Like we learned how to beat Jim. I've been beaten. Yeah, one twenty proof ver- vertical tasting. <sighs> you got to inch up on them. Good and point. then yeah. vertical tasting is the way to get them. It's yeah. like that, like boiled. Uh, what's oh, that this is thing? nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you and, put the oh, fr- 88, yeah. 88 proof. Yeah, frog frog in boiling age. water. Yeah, yeah. Approach. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Boiled frog. But I didn't want to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was an ugly visual to give people. I know. The I said, boiled frog approach. And, and I'm the one that's messed up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I learned that that Jimmy has a limit. Yeah, and he has hit it. (laughs) I wore a white shirt, wrong shirt to wear today. Wrong day, buddy. Wrong day. Turkey's done. I'm gonna (laughs) gonna put this over here. (laughs) A little. This is the this is the X rated version. Turkey is done. (laughs) Of the headlights are on. Of the of the cigars not magazine podcast. (laughs) Ivan Ocampo, IOC. What do you got? What did I learn? What did you learn? What did you learn? I learned. Probably nothing in this show <laughs> other than we should do more vertical tasting because we had such a great time. Today. Yeah. So it was a great show. Uh, I'm going to buy more rye for the house. I love uh, the Broken Barrel lineup. That was all excellent. The Mayo Feta gets, mm-hmm. as Jimmy said in our last My episode, cigar. Mayo as, as Jimmy's, as Mayo Feta's, <laughs> as he said, it's, a, it's one of the best value smokes you yes. can get. Yeah. 
Um, under nine bucks. Under nine bucks. I mean, I learned all of that. All it right. reaffirmed it. And I was trying to be serious, saying this little silk thing was to protect the foot. But now I know that it is to protect the foot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my eye tooth got in the way what I was saying. I couldn't see what I was saying. So that that's what oh, it was. Jimmy. So at this point, I will say, I'm Jim Rodriguez. I'm out. <laughs> Y'all could talk amongst yourself. And I still got some more bourbon. Still got a little bit left, too. All right. We're good. All right, guys. Hey, listen. Thank you for listening. Honestly, uh, thank you for uh, you know doing five stars, for rating the show, for the feedback. Thank you for the questions. Love Keep feedback. those coming. Yeah. Keep those coming. And, uh, and I'll see you guys uh, soon. See ya. You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.